Oh, hello, weary travelers. Come on in. It looks like the bod is about to begin. I'll pour the ales over the stories, fables, and tales about the bards, battle axes, and bows taking out their ferocious foes. Just take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn. Previously on Carriage Rest Tales, our players awaken physically and mentally paying for their extracurricular activities from the night before. Thankfully, Carmine the Chef has exactly what they need for their exhaustive woes. Breakfast time is short-lived as Benson informs the group that they are going on patrol. During the patrol, Woods gets a hankering for beef leather. Thankfully, Black Bay Harbor and the powers that be were able to accommodate such a request. Woods and Vasso were able to chow down at Betsy's beef leather and other fine products. Nomis, who couldn't stomach the fish leather stick, exits stage right and meets a young dwarven child named Bella who is struggling to carry a sack of seed. Being the ever-so-helpful recruit that he is, Nomis helps the child, and in doing so gets some insightful information from Bella's mother regarding some of the gods of the world. On his way back to Betsy's beef, leather, and other fine products, Nomis smells fire and is informed by a local citizen that a rift has opened up in the market. After gathering his party, the group recalls their training and past mistakes and is victorious in their first battle. Better yet, the group executed the priorities of the Order of the Light. Number one, close the rift. Number two, defeat the Danoa. And three, protect the citizens. What awaits our adventurers post-battle? Are they ready to face bigger and badder rifts? Will Benson teach them new techniques? Find out now on Carriage Rest Tales. All right, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and one of the Dungeon Masters, Mike. And to my left, we have... Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. I'll be playing your favorite feline bard, Nomis. And this is Nick. I'll be playing Basso, the half-orc barbarian. Hey, guys, it's Sam. I'm playing your favorite female of the podcast, and only female of the podcast, Woods, Elven Ranger. And this is the ghost of episodes past, and your other dungeon master, John. Last you guys finished, you just closed a rift next to the peaceful rainbow. You have a dwarven child, Bella, there with you guys, and Basil had ran out and got the fire brigade, and they have successfully put out the fire. Hooray! Guys, we did it. Uh, I actually closed the rift this time, or helped. You did. I you, helped. You absolutely did. I felt that burning thing you were yeah, talking isn't it about. Yeah, did you feel good? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I kind of like it Recruits, too. Recruits, that was, that was fine work today. The way you executed that strategy was brilliant. Nomis, you got that little girl out of danger. Well, the others closed the rift, and I handled the big Dinoa. <laughs> and Benson just kind of gives a little uh, bravado puff of his chest there. Yeah, Benson, you were you were like a champ. Like you you took that thing on with no hesitation. Yeah, that's uh, results are coming from the shock core. Shock core. What I don't the shock huh? trooper core. It uh, that's what I was before I became a. Uh, trainer. What is this play? What is this team? Uh, the shock core and Benson is like choking up as he's talking about this. The the shock core is a elite team that executes missions uh, in the other on the other side. So you go through the thing. Yes. Uh, if you'll recall, on your first day, I showed you the use of a phase round. 
Uh, yep. Oh, she yeah, it seemed to like hurt you, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the shock trooper core excels in the use of the phase round. Huh. Uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to get distracted. Uh, Nomus, good work with that. Thanks, Benny. I appreciate that. Hey, boss, and, I, uh, I got a question. I, yes. How close do we need to be to these rifts in order for our spells to work? Uh, it varies. Um, those with sufficient power are able to be a fair distance away. I've, I have never seen it more than 15, 20 feet or so. Okay, so you're thinking we're got to be pretty close. Yeah, it's uh, not not on top of the thing, but you you need to be fairly close. All right. Well, guys, um, I don't know about you, but I could definitely go for some healing. I thought you were gonna say beef leather, and then I was gonna like <laughs> give you a. I mean, stern, stern growl. <laughs> no, I think I uh, could probably use a visit to the infirmary. Um, I'm not feeling too hot. These mosquito yeah, bites are woods, pretty, uh, pretty gross. I noticed you closing the rift really took a lot out of you. Yeah, between that and that gigantic mosquito thing. Yeah. Um. Well, listen, I I wanted to recognize that I noticed that your light got stronger during the Did fight. Did it? Yes. Well, it stronger than it was before. Okay. I just I wanted to tell you, like, you're making progress. Good job. Thanks. I was kind of... Blinded by it at You're first. Blinded by my light? Yeah. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I can't think of the night. Blinded by You're wrapped You're up, wrapped like, up. A, like a deuce in the middle of the night? Yeah. As you guys are interacting and talking like this, Gnomus, you feel a little pull on your pant leg. I look down. And when you look down, you see Bella, and she is kind of like not putting weight on one of her feet. Thanks, thanks for saving Fluffy. Oh, I'm glad to help. Are, are you okay, Bella? Uh, well, I, I mean, I kind of got pushed back by the crowd a little bit, but um, I think I'll be fine. I mean, you note that she's already starting to show some bruising, and she doesn't really want to put weight on her foot. Uh, Benson, do you think we can take Bella here to see Dr. Graves? Uh, of course. Um, we, we could take her to Dr. Graves, but usually we don't take civilians inside the base. Uh, there may be a, a an in-town medical professional she can see. Well, okay. Well, if you just take me home, my, my mom actually is a pretty good healer. I, I think she'd be able to, to patch me out. Vincent, do you mind if I take Bella home? I I visited them while you all were feasting on beef leather I earlier. I mean, if, if she's a healer, maybe she I can go with you and maybe she could help me out. We can kind of all yeah. go. Yeah, she was really friendly. Uh, Woods and Woods and Nomus, two of you take Bella home here. Vaso, stick around here with me for a bit. Ooh, teacher's pet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Um, can I? Can I have the the pretty lady carry me? Can Can you carry me? Yeah, I'm just gonna scoop her up. <laughs> Thank you. I'll I'll carry Fluffy for you. How's that? Um, I, I would. Or do you want to carry Fluffy? I kind of want to carry Fluffy. I thought so. As you guys look at Fluffy, what um, is Fluffy? Fluffy is a, you think it's a bunny, Uh a stuffed bunny, but it's missing an ear. Mm -hmm. One of its glass eyes has been kind of melted and the fur around it is a bit charred. Mm -hmm. The bunny has obviously been patched in multiple spots and its stuffing is missing out of its left foot. Bunny. Fluffy. Okay. um, Hi. Hello. My name is Woods. Hi, Woods. Would you like 
a piggyback ride? Uh, yes, I would. She gets really excited. Woods gonna just like scoop her up in one fell swoop, but like put her on her shoulders. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, I guess no miss. Lead the way. All right. We're going to Bella's house. As you turn to go towards Bella's house, you run into a citizen, and the citizen kind of just gets bumped out of the way because you weren't quite paying attention to him. But as they pass you, you just freeze kind of in place because you've caught with your cat-like nose, caught the faintest whiff of the perfume that Grace used to wear. And it makes you kind of stop in your tracks a little bit. Is this a male or female citizen? At this point, you can't tell because the citizens got their hood up. Basically, the citizen, as you turn to look at them, they're wearing a basic tan robe with a triangular hood that's up. Other than the simple garment, the only thing that stands out about him or her is the black braided rope tied around their waist. Sorry, obviously, I'm really attuned to the smell, and I'm, I kind of forget where I'm at and instantly follow this person. Uh, hey, the no, scent. Uh, no, miss. I'm oblivious. Like, I'm, I'm tracked on this person now. We're just going to Do you say anything in. to this person, or are you just following them? Oh, I'm catching up to him. Like, yeah, obviously, I'm going to try to, you know, hey, wait a minute. I'm even going to say Grace. Grace, stop, thinking it's, it's her. Okay, gotcha. The figure in the robe turns back to you, and it is distinctly not Grace. But they are looking at you with an incredibly intense look. And they say to you, My soul is beautiful and full. Is yours? Is your soul full? Beautiful and full? No, it shan't be full. If full, then you would see. See with your soul. Your soul is incomplete. Incomplete. My soul is beautiful and full. Is yours? Is yours soulful? And at this point, he is grabbing you by the shoulders as he asks this. And I'm going to add one more thing on top of this. <laughs> as he now is like face to face staring at you, you notice that on his forehead, he has a brand that looks like this. You want to describe for the listeners what it looks like? Um, it looks like, I don't know if any of you ever played the original Zelda, but it looks like the, the spider things that crawl up the mountain. So it looks like a half circle with a dark eye and squiggly lines, two a pair of squiggly lines coming out of each side with like like a triangle above it. Can I give it a stab? <laughs> I'll post it on our website as well. It looks like a jellyfish with an eye. Yeah, it's a half circle with an eye. It it's <laughs> yeah. very like creepy a, like looking. A half eye. So I can't look away. <laughs> so no, that, I I mean he's he's just gonna uh, after a minute or two of being up in your face and saying, "Is your soul full? Is your soul full?" He pulls away and just starts walking away from you and still muttering to himself. I, I think Nomis is like frozen in place because, to be honest, myself was frozen in place with with all that. Uh, <laughs> so I'd imagine Nomis would be if this strange guy was in his face talking about his soul being full. So I think Nomis is like frozen in place, mouth open. He is not sure what to think right now. We'll say you kind of stay that way unless Woods interacts with you for probably like a minute or so, just yeah. kind of in shock. Woods is going to be like, hey, Nomis, what are you, hey, Nomis, Nomis, and like literally touching you on the shoulder, dude. And I like shake my head and, and just look at you. Are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. I I thought 
I smelt my friend, which is weird to say. <laughs> it's like my best friend growing up that disappeared by a Danoa. That's why I'm here. Well, and I thought that was her because it smelt just like I remember her smelling. That's wild. It wasn't yeah. her? Oh, no. No, far from it. Uh, this old creepy person, and I'm going to describe to you this disheveled jellyfish <laughs> looking thing that was on his forehead. All he did for a minute to two minutes was ask if my soul was full. I am very creeped out right now. Like, I, I don't know what to do right now. Um, I want to roll a perception or a history check to see if I know, like, that phrase, my soul is full. Like, have I ever heard that before? And, you know, because we're playing D&D, I should roll a dice. 12? You do not. Okay. Man, like, are you... You want do we do you need to like stop and get you a drink? You want to sit down or something? Or? Are, are you actually, okay, sir? Actually, I, I as Bella says that, I recall that meeting her mom and having that tapestry. So I was like, no, I think I need to go talk to Bella's mom. All right, well, yeah, I, I need. I just need to go sit down and that. process this and get some get some answers. Okay, well, come on, let's go. We'll lead the way. And it still takes me a minute. Okay. So I like get myself together and then slowly. Walk to Bella's house. Um, Woods is going to like kind of put her arm around you, kind of like pat your fur a bit. And I look at you like, I appreciate appreciate that. As you're walking and giving Bella a piggyback ride, you occasionally hear her say, it's okay. It's okay, Fluffy. It looks like you just have a bit more memory spots, but it's okay. You're strong. Hey, hey, Bella. Yes. Well, so who who you got there? Who's Fluffy? Oh, this is Fluffy. She's a gift from my dad. Uh, yeah. He looks like he's pretty special. Yeah. Well, I don't get to see Dad too often. He's you know usually out at the mine. Um, but he comes by every once in a while, and I've had this bunny forever, and well, as long as I can remember, it just makes me think of him. He looks like it looks like you and that bunny have been through a lot together. Yeah, I, I take him everywhere, and I'm my mom says I'm a little clumsy. Mm, I hear you. But we just, you know, luckily my mom's a good, you know, seamstress, so she can patch up little Fluffy when we need to. So she's a good healer? Yes, she's a great healer. I'm really excited to meet her. Noam has probably processed a quarter of what was said. Sure. He's he's still in his own <laughs> yeah. shocked state right now. And then you guys are going to be walking for a while, so let's change scenes over to Vaso and Benson. Vaso, walk with me. Yes, sir. (laughs) No need to be so formal. Uh, Really nice work today. I noticed the way you defended your friends in battle. That was was very noble and very brave. Yeah, I was was trying to um, protect them so that they could focus on closing the rift. I figured that would be the best strategy. Indeed. And it worked out splendidly for you all. But I've noticed the way you fight. I think... I think it's time I teach you a technique that I learned in the Shock Trooper Corps. And he has led you to just sort of an open uh, area in the city. Uh, it's kind of like a park, but it's not really a park. It's more like a vacant lot that's really overgrown. <laughs> okay. This ability is called Soul Taunt. Soul Punch? Soul Taunt. Oh, Soul Taunt. Okay. And Mike, was there a card for that yep i'm handing it to him right now for our listeners all the cards for the special gift delight is on our website if anyone ever wants to see what they look like do you want to read what it does soul taunt the caster taps into their soul to radiate their life force out tempting close enemies 
uh, take 1d4 soul damage. This damage is then used to produce a 30-foot aura centered on y- yourself. Denoa within that aura must pass a DC 10 plus damage wisdom check. On a fail, their attention is directed to the caster. Nice. So like if you roll like a 14, for example, and a Denoa is attacking woods like happened previously, I would have to roll a wisdom check to see if I could still continue to attack woods or if they would change their focus to attacking yourself because you're taunting them towards yourself. Okay, cool. That's cool. A little homebrew. Yep. I like it. Yeah. So Benson says, the ability is called Soul Taunt. It's a way to use the light within you to draw the attention of Denoa. For those of us that are crazy enough to put ourselves in harm's way so that our friends can do their jobs. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be, that would be very helpful. I will, uh, I'll definitely for sure try this uh, the next time we uh, re-encounter the Denoa. Good. I look forward to seeing it. All right. Anything else you want to do with Benson and Vaso before I switch scenes? Uh, no, I think they just uh, have a little heart-to-heart on their walk. Perfect. It has now been a couple of minutes. You guys are walking down the street, and Nomis, you see Bella's home, and you see her mother out there still working on the tapestry that was she was working on earlier. But it does look a little bit more complete. It's been probably 20, 25 minutes since you've been there, and she's been working on it this whole time. Woods, what you see when you're walking up there is a Aerocroca, which is a bird person. And she is sitting outside of her house, kind of like on a front patio, you can think of. Uh-huh. And she is working on a tapestry. tapestry. Okay. Follow-up question. What is Bella? Bella is a dwarf, but on her arms and legs, she has little patches of feathers. So instead of like a birthmark, she has a feathers. Interesting. And... How familiar, like, is she shocked when she sees the Aarakocca? Like, is that a normal thing that she would see in the city? Um, Typically, they are not in the city. The Aarakocca have their own city in the sky. It's the floating skies. And then there are a couple of Aarakocca that are in the Whistling Cliffs, but they are more of like a nomadic tribe that doesn't really go out. Do I have any history of interaction with Aarakocca? Go ahead and roll a... We have our, We have our beads. You do have beads. Uh, 16. 16. You personally have not had interaction with the Aarakocca. Okay. But now you... I want to save my beads for, I don't know, I'm just saving them. Yeah, I'll know when I want to. I'll know. I really like what I like to do with the, <laughs> For those of you listening, the beginning of the podcast, if you didn't catch it or if you're just tuning in, we do something a little cool at Mike's table where he gives us three beads or like Mancala beads. Um, and we get to use them to say that we know somebody. So somebody that we encounter randomly, maybe it's an NPC generally of some sort, uh, we get to throw off the DMs and you cash in our bead and we get some sort of history with this person. However, the catch is we have to come up with that history and kind of sell it to them. So I like to save these to really throw them off. <laughs> um, I had a 16. You don't have any recollection of working or having experiences with Eric Roca, Okay, but you would probably know that most of the time Eric Rookers have either gold-tipped wings, silver-tipped wings, or copper-tipped wings. Okay. And she does not appear to have any colors on her wing. Okay. Uh, uh, hi, Bella's mom? Hi. I think I, I think you're who I'm crafting this for. But, this day wait, keeps getting better and better. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's going to hand you something. But, wait, I have your daughter. 
and she hands you the tapestry while you're holding her daughter. Like she, as soon as she sees you, she gets like like an excited look on her face, and it's like this. I was I was crafting this for you. Sure. And Nomis, you remember when you had first talked to her? She said she's working on tapestry, but she didn't know who she was making it for. Right. Yet. Wait. I do remember that. No, no, no. No, this isn't for me. And she like tries to hand it back to her. I see. I, I think you have somebody mistaken. I, I have your I have your daughter Bella. Like she came and she's hurt. She needs some healing. I kind of need some healing too. Oh, okay. well, thanks for bringing Bella back. But like, I, I have just this is for you. This is who I've been working it for. But why are you giving this to me? I'm not sure. And I'm gonna look at Nobis. Oh, Bella, I'll fix you up. And she's going to take Bella from you and bring her into the house. And you hear her starting to like. Boil some water, kind of getting some bandages and stuff around if you go into father. But that's what you hear. Um, you I'm just what you're looking at. Yeah. I'm just going to give you a look like it's okay. Like, but this is the like hair on Woods's arms is like standing. You know that feeling you get sometimes when you're in a situation and you're like excited for the situation, but you're also just like so nervous and like your chest kind of gets a little bit of a knot. Like that's what she's experiencing. Oh, I just right felt now. that. Five minutes ago. Yeah. And I think I think there's powers at play here that I can't quite put my finger on, but I think this is going to help us. I just have a feeling. I don't, I, There's this has to be a mistake. I mean, I I'm, think we just, I think you just take it, let the order look at it. What am I supposed to do it. with it? How big if, is it? If we just take it back to your room and just do nothing with it, but I don't want to insult her, especially if you're getting ready to ask her for healing. It's about a 12 inch by 12 inch. Okay. Uh, tapestry. So say idea you're hanging on a wall. Okay. Um, so what I'm looking at is a, I would say fairly good quality fabric, correct? Yeah. 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 She is a skilled seamstress. Yeah. This um, is like silky and- in my hands, but also at the same time feels like really durable. And it is a yin yang. And on the the upper side, the white side, there are a bunch of gods, and it looks like they're fighting somebody, and it's the harbinger of destruction. And these five gods are re- like kind of in combat, like really kind of going at it. And then on the other side of the yin-yang, the darker side, there's the same type of picture, but just a little bit different. So it's the harbinger of creation that looks like is fighting all of these other goddesses and gods. So the thing that's kind of confusing and it's really standing out to Woods is on the upper side who's fighting the harbinger of destruction is Sapeller. So Sapeller is the goddess of sun and Woods grew up in the Delray Sanctuary, which is a a, a sanctuary that worships Sapeller, the sun goddess. However, when she got her gift, Lucha, the moon goddess, came to her with her gift and that goddess is depicted kind of on the bottom so it feels like it it feels like those two goddesses are not on the same side and like she's now really starting to understand why this was given to her because this just feels like her life like there's this struggle that's happening in this tapestry and she feels like this struggle is happening internally okay um i okay i guess we like do we go inside yeah think we definitely need to go inside that's why we're here i I think i have so many questions does bella's does she have a name that we're aware of she hasn't given you her name yet uh bella's mom it is i mean no one's gonna get this reference but can we please call her carol king 
Carol King? No, we need to call her Teresa. Yeah, Sam wants to call her Teresa. Carol King is a famous musician from the 70s, and her popular album was called Tapestry. Oh, really? <laughs> you are such a bard. On so many levels. Ryan, you are a bard. Uh, Sam, yeah. we're going to name him Teresa, Bella's actual mom's name. Yeah, my cousin. So John and I's mutual cousin's name is Bella. And... So yeah, I think we need to go inside. Okay. Uh, I think Bella's mom's going to give us some more answers, I hope. So I, I have just, some questions for her. I kind of just want to sit and hold Fluffy. Like, that's where I'm at right now. I think you have every right to do that. All right, we're going in. We're gonna go in. Um, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't I don't know your name. Oh, I my name's Teresa. Teresa, this is beautiful. Like, in like I don't know why you gave it to me, but I get it. Well, I'm glad. I don't know who I. A lot of the times, I don't know who I'm making my masterpieces for. So you've done this before. Yeah, there's plenty of times where I, you know, I have a dream or just a feeling and I start crafting and then usually right around the time it's getting finished, the person I'm supposed to give it to appears. Did you have a dream about this? Like how Um I mean, not really. This is more just a feeling that I needed to make a tapestry of the gods and I just had a sense that it would get it would the person it was meant for would show up. As you guys are looking in this house, there are a lot of plants in here. And she is very seamlessly like moving around as she's talking to you and like picking like a, you know, a couple of petals from here, a vine from here. She's got a pedestal and mortar and she's grinding it down and making like a, a paste. And like she's just having this conversation with you while she's subconsciously just doing this stuff. Are you a healer and a seer? Um, I, I think so. I know you've already given me so much, but is there any way you could help with this? And she's going to like kind of show her her neck where she's got this really big mosquito bite. Yes. Yes. I think I can um, whip you up a salve. That would be. And can I just sit? Yes. Do you, would you like some tea? I would love some tea. <laughs> and she's going to sit and like, just like, just sit. And you, sir, would you like some tea as well? Uh, that would be that would be amazing, Teresa. As she's putting everything together, she's whipping up a, a batch of tea, and she goes ahead and she treats her daughter first, obviously, and then um, basically she's making salves that will help just rejuvenate faster. And you get the sense that her type of healing is more like druidic in nature, but as soon as she applies that to that mosquito bite, it immediately stops itching, and you can feel like you're self-relaxing in the muscles, which is going to help you heal faster. But it's not anything, like, magical, per se. Yeah, just science. Just science, yeah. God, I love science. Yep. Herbology. Uh, as soon as she's, I feel like she's done healing, we all got a minute. Um, Teresa, can I ask another question of you? Sure. I had a very strange encounter with a older person in the streets wearing a, it's like a white robe and a black belt and I'm going to do my best to describe that symbol. It's like a half open eye with lines coming out of it. Oh, yeah, we've been seeing them around more. They seem troubled. Yeah, I, I definitely got that so far, impression from them. So far they haven't really caused any issues, but you like, know, I mean they just seem odd. I try to tell Bella to stay stay away from them. How long have they been in Black Bay Harbor? I would say they've probably been around for a few months now. A few months. Okay. Yeah, it's fairly it's fairly recent. And then, I mean, there's not many of them. So 
We just okay. try to avoid them. Because it was very odd. I One of them smelt like a friend I lost. Oh, well, I'm sorry you lost someone. Well, I'm trying to find her. So she's not oh. hopefully gone, gone. But the sensation was very overwhelming. I and can imagine this. This scent. guy kept asking me if my soul was full. Your soul and, um, is full? Yeah, it was very weird. I'm still very shaken up by it. I'm I'm sorry. Okay. I you've done so much for us. I'd hate to ask you all these additional questions, but that that's okay. I'm happy to help. You guys seem to really enjoy Bella, so do you uh do you mind if I play a little music here? Yeah, please. Okay. And I'm just going to focus all my attention to just like a very light kind of tune Pick that may song. or may not go along with the lines of I felt the earth move under my feet. <laughs> <laughs> And is there anything else you're going to hope to get from them? I don't think. I, I mean, think just some, yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure Bella, and I'll tell her that, you know, I, uh, I'll tell her a rift was opened up and I think Bella got caught in the shuffle of people trying to get out of the way. And as you are talking about that, Bella herself, you hear her kind of talking to her mom and she's like, yeah, mom, you sent me to go get the, the new thread for your next project. And, when I got there, there was this big fire and everyone was kind of panicking. But then, then this rift just opened up and everyone started yelling and screaming. It got really scary and that mad dash happened and I dropped my fluffy and then I was pushed back by the crowd. But then this, this Nomis, was it, saved That's... fluffy and helped me and then the pretty lady got to carry me. And she's like, was sad and then got excited. She's wearing all of her emotions on her sleeve like a kid would do. Before I go, I just want to take one of like the peacock feather out of my hat and, and give it to Bella. Oh, thank you. Maybe, you know, maybe your mom can make Fluffy a little hat with oh. this feather in it. And she gets really excited about that. And then she pulls out like a piece of paper and starts like sketching like a top hat and stuff like that. You get the sense that she's also artistic, but it's nowhere near the abilities of her mother yet. I don't have anything to give her. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm like, kind of want to like. You carried her. I did carry her, I guess. Yeah, I have nothing. I just like give her a big hug. You don't have any beef leather? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I you left it there, I think. Yeah. In your beef jam. Um, actually, I probably do. I think I would throw it in. I'm probably going to leave them some beef leather. Whatever I had just as like a thank you. Okay. If you have any of that nasty fish stuff, this would probably be a good place <laughs> to leave it. I don't it. have any fish leather. Um, it takes you guys spend probably 20, 30 minutes. We'll say 30 minutes there because of relaxing music and getting treated, making tea. And then eventually you find your way back to Benson and Vaso, who are in a park, which is really just an overgrown piazza. What y'all doing? Yeah. Hey, boss, we're back. Um, delivered. Welcome back. All right. I think it's about time we call it a day. I Should we head back to base? Could uh, not agree more. Along starving on the way back, I do want to ask Benson about the creepy old man and the symbol and him asking me if my soul was full. And I'm going to give you like a look. Like, I don't want to tell him about the tapestry. Uh, I'll just give you a look back. How how are you going to ask him? What are you going to say? Hey, Benson, can I, can I ask you a a question? Sure. Uh, I found out from a, I guess a local citizen here, the little kid, her mom, I guess there's this group uh, that's appeared in Black Bay Harbor a few months ago, and she described them as very kind of weird and off-putting, but one of them passed me after the rift was closed, and I 
immediately smelt a scent from a, a friend that I thought I had lost. And well, it turns out it wasn't my friend, but this very creepy old person with this half open eye with squiggly lines coming out of it, asking me if my soul was full. And I'm what was that? I'm very shaken up by it, Benson. I no. Wh- was, what did you just say? The the eye. It was like a it's like a half open eye. A tattoo, you mean? Yeah, tattooed something imprinted on this person's forehead, and it, I'm I'm very creeped out, Benson. Like so I, Benson was very listening, very intently to you, and perked right up when you mentioned the tattoo. And he says, "We've uh, we've heard rumors about them, that group. Who who are they? Like I'm I'm very I'm very shaken, Benson. I I don't know. I really don't know much about them, but." I've, like I said, I've been hearing rumors for a while, and it, I don't like it. Something doesn't sit right with me, but uh, I haven't heard of any trouble being caused by them yet, so keep your guard up, but I think I don't think you have anything to worry about. Okay. I, I feel a little better. Thank you for telling me. I'll uh, I'll report it back at base and see if we can look into it. All right. Alas, the bod is needing a break, so I, your humble innkeeper, shall give a few announcements. Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Great. It appears the bard is back and ready to continue his tale. You guys make it back to the Academy of Light and... Dr. Vanessa is out for the evening. And when you're kind of in that medical tent area, a little gnome comes running up to Nomis. And you recognize it as Amelia. And she's like, Nomis, Nomis, you guys made it back. I'm so excited. Do you want to come to my dinner party tonight? Uh, Sure. Yeah, we were really Uh, hoping. We'd we'd be honored. It's going to be Walter, Bonnie, Who's Walter? That's Who's not Walter? that's not Walter. Wallace. <laughs> Wallace, thank you. Walter. I was like, I said Walter, and I was like, that's not right. Insert new character here. <laughs> I'm Walter. What? Wallace's Walter. cousin. <laughs> Walter. You all sound the same. No. That's so interesting. It's crazy. Do you play electric guitar by chance? He plays the electric bass. <laughs> no, bass is my thing. I was oh. Thick, Ooh, thick, come on thick, now. Thick strings. Hang on. I had the thick strings. Thick, that makes sense. Are you guys going to come to our dinner party tonight? Oh, absolutely. Oh, perfect. When, when and where? What's the attire, dress code? Oh, I mean, you. it's kind of comfort. We're just hanging out and having dinner and playing like a board game or something, or a card game or some sort of game. I mean, I'm down. 
I'm pretty sure I convinced Woods. She's all about free food and snacks and snacks. Sorry, I'm so sorry. There's going to be snacks. Yes, there's going to be snacks, and then it's going to be a little get together. It's Bonnie, Wallace, Quentin, and then I have Carmine come up, and he's going to whip us up something special. I'm in. Um, but we're not going to allow that Damien. Can't believe he messed with my plane. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, can you believe that? I can't believe that at all. How I, dare he? I know. I was out of town for only about two weeks, and then it's he went in and The audacity just, that he thinks he could just come in here and change things. Like, I mean, I know he he's a man. In your seat of all things. Oh, you heard about that? Yeah. Oh, he I heard about it. Seat. I mean, I feel like you have a special seat. Like, Well, I had it adjusted just the way I like it. Yeah, of course. They don't auto-adjust back. I, Coming in here, those long legs of his. How dare he? I, I know. He didn't even set it back. and he added Four long road. legs, right? <laughs> so rude. Yes. Can he even sit in the seat? Sorry. Well, that's why, that's why I, he messed around my seat. I assume he, he moved it away. He just took the seat out. Absolutely not. Yeah, he's not coming. Yes. For sure. I'm a little angry at him right now. I mean, he did design all of them, but still. Whatever. It's your plane. Yeah. It's my baby. It's a beautiful plane, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. What What can we bring to your party? Oh, well, I already got the food figured out, but um, I guess I need drinks still, and we need some sort of game. I like to play games, but I, I don't have any. They're all back at my grams. Well, I'm working on this new thing. It's called uh, cold tea. Maybe okay. I could bring some. Oh, that'd be, I mean, I'm always up for trying something different. Okay. I'm going to bring some cold tea. Benson, would you like to come? Uh, thank you very much, Amelia, but I think I think I'll pass for the evening. A couple hours pass, and then the- Are we at the party? Are we going to the party, getting ready for the we party? We get to the party. It's already kind of going by the time you guys get changed, dressed. You're waiting on Gnomus, really, is what's happening. He's really got to lick his best. Dude, let's I'm working go. on a new song. <laughs> Can we- I've been you inspired. Look, the gel in your hair is fine. Can we go? Basta's going to bring a deck of cards. Ooh. Because he, um, he knows of games from back at home. Perfect. I love this. So I'm just gonna, he's gonna introduce everybody to that game. I love it. I don't know what it is yet, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna figure go it out. We're gonna okay. go with it. <laughs> um, Woods is definitely in some like comfy kind of like one would consider athletic wear, like a sweatshirt, big shoulder, like one of the shoulders cut off, or big uh, uh, palazzo pants, and her hair is kind of um, the si- one side of it is kind of just like braided back. And she's bringing her cool tea, her cold tea. All right. It's passion fruit, in case you were wondering. Passion fruit tea? Yeah, it's passion fruit cold tea. Herbal. Sounds delicious. As you guys get there, Party B is already there, and Amelia is just hosting like you normally would. Oh, welcome. I'm glad you guys know us. You look fantastic. Why, thank you. Thank you. Woods, I really like the get up. Thanks. You said comfy, right? Yes, comfy. Perfect. She's going to go like plop down probably next to Bonnie. Faso, I like the plaid. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He looks brawny. He does look brawny. There is something very brawny about you. Yeah. Just want to show off the farmer's tan. Yep. I can see it. Oh, well, come, <laughs> so bright. Well, come on in. <laughs> well, come on in and make yourself at home. Carmen's running a little bit late, but. Um, I brought some snacks too. You brought some snacks also. That is. Fantastic. Uh, I always have snacks. Oh, well, I mean, that's always a good habit to be in. You never know when you're going to be hungry. She's going to like reach in her satchel and she's got like fig bars, popcorn, like these potato crispy things. And she's going to like start pull it, like putting them out on the table. No miss was going to come on in 
and settle in. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to begin playing the liar. Oh, was he? Yeah. Perfect. Can you uh, do that again with us not laughing? <laughs> no, that's what makes it perfect. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. As you look in by the kitchen, on the countertop, you see a lot of eggs. Mm. You see a chicken, like a raw chicken, and you see a big pile of root vegetables. Oh, I wonder what we're having. Chicken. Oh, you're talking about poor Walter. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh. Do you guys name, she like turns and looks at Vaso. Is this like common? Do you guys like n- name the things on the farm before you eat them? Um, No. Yeah, we didn't do that either back home. Yeah, that that's, that's kind of weird. It's wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get a close personal atta- uh, attachment. I mean, Graham always. Because, you know, eventually, you know, you're going to. You're going to eat them. Yeah. Graham always names her chickens. Does that, that's not normal? Hey, who's to say what normal is? I mean. I mean, if whatever floats your boat, but, you know. I mean, I guess we originally weren't going to eat Walter, but he he unfortunately got trampled. Yeah, I don't need to know about Walter. I mean, Frederick's not back there, is he? No, Frederick's still fine. Okay. (laughs) So it was Mindy and Mandy and Susan. and Frederick was the name of Faso's horse. Oh. Oh, yeah, let's not eat Frederick. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> okay, so does right. anybody want like a cold tea here? Or Vasil, you said you brought some cards. You guys want to get this party going? Woods, do you have any nuts in that snack bag of yours? Oh my God, absolutely. I got uh, almonds, cashew, pista- peanuts. You want a peanut, buddy? I would love some of the almonds. Thank um, you. Salted or raw? Salted, please. All right. Hold- they're down on the bar. Here they are. She's just like throw them up to him, like but like loose, like just a handful of of almonds come flying through the air. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. He <laughs> no. says, "Why did you do that? <laughs> I just did you expect me to do some magic with my trunk and snatch them out of the air?" Honestly, I did, buddy. Let's try again. Ready? I got some more. No, and, well, I don't I, want count to three. play this game. <sighs> and she's going to do it anyway. She's going to like throw walnuts. Or, uh, Seeing this, Nomis is going to cast Mage Hand. I haven't used that one yet. To okay. have the Mage Hand catch the almonds. Oh my God, I love it. And give it to <laughs> Wallace. What else can that thing catch? She like reaches in and she pulls out a pineapple. <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah. A whole... Oh, Mage Hand can totally get it. Yeah, done. Yeah. This as long is... as it's not a under Six ten pound pounds. pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Under, yeah, five pounds. What, five pounds? You think you can? I think it's five pounds. You think yeah, you can catch pounds. a ham? <laughs> you don't have a ham. It's five pounds. <laughs> if you have a ham in your bag, we have other no, problems here. Next time I'll bring a ham. <laughs> but I am a ham. ham. Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Ten pounds. All right. All right. Well, a small ham. At that moment, the doorbell rings. That must be Carmine. And she walks over and lets opens the door. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Wallace, Vaso, Nomis, Bonnie, Quentin. It's all my favorite people. Amelia, thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for coming up to cook for us. Oh, it's the Eggman. Wait, what do you you mean cook? Uh, Aren't you going to whip us up something? I got all of the stuff I got from Graham's house. Oh. Oh, I see. So you you invite me to the party just to cook for you? No, no, no. We really like your company. No, no. Oh. I see how it is. You, you you expect me to come here when I'm off on my uh, on my night off, and you expect me to cook dinner for y'all. Um, and Amelia is starting to like panic. She's like, I don't. Oh, uh, well, no, absolutely not, Carmine. 
we would like to cook for you as a thank you for everything that you have done for us. Cart party A, party B here. We wanted to cook for you. And she's going to roll charisma or persuasion. persuasion. I guess the same thing. Ooh, 19. Does Carmen buy it? Uh, yeah. Carmen's just like, oh, that's, that's really sweet of you, Woods. Like, uh, look, I know. I know you you just thought of that on the spot there, but I appreciate no, the sentiment. Absolutely no, I can't. It's not. okay. I really, Amelia. Look, I'm sorry. I was giving you a hard time. I I kind of knew what the arrangement was, but like we didn't explicitly discuss it. So I just wanted to razz you a little bit. But <laughs> since you have so kindly offered, tell you what, why don't we have ourselves a little competition? Yeah, I, I will be the judge, and you all can do your best to make me something delicious. Yeah, we're in. Let's I'm do in. It. Let's do it. Can I use the things in my bag? It's everybody cooking? You can use whatever you want. Whatever Amelia's got in stock. Yeah, you want to run back to your room to grab something? You can run down to the kitchen for something if you want. Do we pick our teams? Woods is really competitive if you guys haven't picked up on that uh, or not. Yeah, I guess. Can I join Carmine as a judge? Your party. Awesome. Can I just play music? to inspire you to cook all the better? Your I mean, party. if you don't want to be part of the competition, I suppose. No, it'll be fine. I mean, I would get fur in no, the food. No, 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 It's fine. I got we'll all this hair. Why, like why don't you break shake. up into teams of two? Oh, interesting. She's looking at her friends. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, well, I'm, Amelia, I'm looking you got any dice around here? Yeah, I got plenty. Of, I got some dice. All right. Everybody roll a die. We're going to do, we're going to make, we're going to make your teams like this. Uh, side note, this is my favorite NPC. Carmine? Yeah. <laughs> or Amelia. I'm sure it's Amelia. <laughs> That's my favorite car of your NPCs. What are we rolling? 20? Roll a D6. I got a three. Two. I got a six. All right. Uh, Bonnie got a one. Quentin got a one. So they're together. And Wallace got a six. That worked out so conveniently. Vasso and Wallace are together. <laughs> and then is it me and... Uh, me and the cat? Yep, seems that way. Perfect. What are we making? All right. Fish. On, <laughs> on, on the table, Amelia had explained that she just recently got back from visiting her grandmother in her grandmother's village called Sindra. As you were talking to her, you find out that her grandma's village was recently overrun with a Danoa attack. Everybody is fine, but her chicken coop got trampled, so she went out to help Graham kind of repair it. But while she was out there, she picked up some fresh eggs. Poor Walter, who didn't quite make it, the chicken. And then got a stockpile of root vegetables as well. So you guys have chicken, eggs, and root vegetables as your base to start from. Would we assume that she has other staple things like sugar flour, like milk, things like that? Yes. And then you remember that Carmine had said you're even welcome to go grab things from the kitchen. Okay. What are we making, chef? What's the what's the rules? She looks at Amelia. Oh, there are no rules. Just don't burn down my apartment or maybe destroy my oven. Okay, who's going first? Well, we got these dice here. We can just roll for it. You no, know uh, Vasso and uh, Wallace will go first. What is Vasso and Wallace making? So we are going to take two pieces of chicken, like patty. We're going to cook those good. We're going to season them. And then um, we're going to cook some eggs and vegetables. And we're gonna put the eggs between the two chicken <laughs> chicken chicken sandwiches. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a chicken sandwich with the you know, the chicken as the buns instead. And then the vegetables will just 
you know, be presented all pretty on the outside. I love it. That's presented. a wonderful idea, my friend. Protein How would you like packed. me to assist you with this? Um, I'll have Wallace cook the vegetables, and I'll cook the chicken and eggs. Excellent. Uh, all right, so and I guess we'll roll for it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna have a have you make a roll here, and I will give you your choice of uh, roll to make here, but you have to justify why that applies to cooking. Okay, so I am going to roll a d20 to um, pick a skill. I think is what John's getting. Oh, at. Yes, oh that's what okay, I meant. okay, okay. You um, can pick a skill. It can be any skill, but you need to be able to justify how it applies to cooking. Animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> I love do it. it. Do it. Do it. Uh, you, you don't have to justify that one. That one makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, Especially so. since you said you'd make a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Animal handling it is. Roll for raw chicken. Uh, Natty Toy. <laughs> well, we know who won this yes! competition. Yes, we do. All right. Uh, Wallace is also going to roll, though, because this is a team competition. And he's rolling sleight of hand because he's going to do some fancy chopping on these root vegetables. Uh, and this time he does use his trunk. So he goes with, he uses two knives at the same time Ooh. to cut vegetables. And he got a 17 plus five. So. Crap. Looking like a pretty stellar meal there. Mm. What's well, it just like looking at Nomis and like <laughs> these two are like over here, Emerla gossying it up. Like, bam. All right, Nomis and Woods, you sure got this turn. All right, buddy, what are your thoughts on chicken fried rice? Love it. Right? We got love chicken, it, love we got it, eggs, love it. Carrots, onions, right? We need rice. Do you think that would be at. And I'm going to check our pantry. I'm going to roll for rice. You can find rice. Yes. What do you know how to do in the kitchen? If it doesn't involve a campfire, nothing. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a secret. I don't really cook. <laughs> I like eat all the snacks. But if you noticed in my bag, they're all just snacks. Oh, I, I, I've noticed. <laughs> so uh, what do we do here? Do you- I believe that you are a good cook. Okay. I believe it so much. Okay. I'm going to play a little song for you and give you bardic inspiration. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. It's my last one. All right, so... Here, I have a card. I'm dropping a beat for you. Okay. Can it be... um... The song is going to be, Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So, okay, so I just picture her in her side of the kitchen. I'm playing a song. I'm like, Woods, you can do this. Hey, good looking. All right. Chicken fried I can rice. chop up some vegetables. Okay. Good, I can chop up some right. vegetables. I think they and, need to be small. Oh, yeah. Of okay. course. I got these cat talons. I can just. Okay. So, Woods is going to like look at her things and like um, take the eggs and heat, like put like in the pan. Um, but she's just going to put the eggs in it. Like not crack them or anything. Just put the full eggs in. Wait, wait, wait. But. I know this one. Okay. I think you got to crack the egg first. Okay, so she takes this one and she just... Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take my talon and just like tap it. Okay. And crack it. I do know this much. You you can cook. So you can cook. I mean, I can cook by a fire. I've seen people crack eggs before. Okay. My mom used to do it all the time. Okay. Yeah, just, you Let know... Let me crack these eggs for okay, you. Okay, you do that. All right. And now the 
chicken. And she's just like holding this <laughs> whole chicken with her hands. I don't do the. I think I've seen my dad do this at dinner. Do the I take come it? Off? Do the clothes come off? <laughs> yeah, you know. And then she just picks up the skin, like like this part. Does the come off? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to. I've seen my dad do this. Okay, uh, Norman Rockwell, and he's gonna <laughs> take a fork and knife and like completely carve butcher the, the chicken. chicken. Yeah, just what I've seen my dad do. You know. Carve it. Okay. Little pieces, strips. Yeah. I think we need to cook this first. Okay. And then cook the rice and vegetables separately. Okay. So. And then add our seasonings and stuff at the end. All right. I'll get the seasonings. You do that. Okay. All right. I'm going to fast forward and just assign your duties and roll a die. <laughs> I'm going to, golly, I guess roll for survival. <laughs> like, I know. I guess performance, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's, that's all I know. I guess I'm performing for everybody cooking. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to roll. Can I roll deception? Deception? Okay. You're going to have to explain that one to me. Because she comes off like pretty obnoxious and like she knows, like, remember when her and Carmine were talking, she was like trying to give him like, tell him exactly what she wanted and stuff. So she knows what she wants. So it makes people believe that she knows how to cook. But in actuality, never has been in the kitchen before. Like everything she eats is pre-made. So she's like deceived everyone to thinking that she is uh, knows what she's doing and she doesn't. I would allow that, except the first thing you said to Nomis was, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. Well, I just whispered it to him. All right, I'll give it to you. Okay, perfect. Then you're doing performance? Yeah. Uh, 17. <gasps> But you've been inspired. But you've been oh, inspired. I've been inspired. So, bardic inspiration. What do I roll? I roll 1d6 to add to it. Two. 19. So 19. All right. All right. And no miss, you're doing performance. I'm doing We're a performance. Need a 20. Oh, coming up right now. Ready? Perfect. Uh, 15. <laughs> <laughs> it actually turned out pretty good. It didn't have the shells in it and the bones in it that Woods was trying to put in there. No miss saved the day. And now that brings us back to Bonnie and Quentin. And to save everyone the trouble, uh, they are making soup. And they have oh. rolled their dice. And when they present their dish to the judges, it will be clear how they rolled. So your time runs up and Carmine calls time. All right, everybody, make a dish. If, if you can split your dish into eight portions so everybody can try a little bit of everybody's, just make sure you give me the best portion and Amelia here the, the second best portion. All right. Everyone can do that. And so first up is Quentin and Bonnie's dish, and it is a soup that they put in front of you in bowls. And they are both standing up at the front of the room kind of uh, not, exa not exactly awkward but a little uncomfortable. And Quentin says, we made soup. <laughs> good. Mm. Yeah, you taste it, and it, it's not very good. It's soup. This is right up there with yep. salmon leather. It, no, it's not quite as bad as the salmon leather. Oh, it's this just, is so much it's, better it's than salmon leather. It's a very plain soup. Like, everything is cooked fine. It's just... It, they they just made like the most basic chicken soup with like egg drops in it and like 
it, they just kind of took the three ingredients that were on the counter and put them in a pan <laughs> and boiled water. it together for a while. <laughs> Yum. So like it, it's fine. It's just it doesn't taste good. It's just it's sustenance. Um, and then who's who's gonna present their dish next? We'll oh, go. we are. We got it. Um, if you, I'm gonna play some good music for you while you serve it. Okay, it's all you, about the ambiance. If you notice, um, she has found eight martini glasses, <laughs> <laughs> and she's putting like a dollop, a big and a big one for Carmine, um, in every single glass, and she's like walking around very proud, like she actually made this, and like here you go. Um, tonight's special. We will be serving an Asian f- chicken fried rice. As you can tell. So we all know what Asian is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The jasmine rice was steamed to perfection and the, the chicken was undressed and chopped up and added with a organic whole farm raised eggs. It was a myriad of spices that will please any palate. This is her deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Now I buy it. Yes. <laughs> and everyone tastes it. What does Carmine think? Uh, well, Carmine's saving his opinions for the end, but uh, his face is like he kind of smiles when he tastes it. I like yeah. high, high five. High five. Woo! And then it brings us to Vaso and Wallace. Wallace. I keep on saying Walter because I think Walter's dead. The <laughs> Walter is dead. We're getting ready to serve him. Yeah. So. Vaso, my friend, would you like to tell them what we made tonight? Uh, yeah. Okay, so we um, we sliced up the sandwich. We call it the uh, the double sided chicken sandwich. Um, so like a fantastic we, concoction. Yeah, we sliced it up and we we used like the toothpick with like the little sparkly things on the end, like the the, the, to hold it together. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're called frill picks. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. So I had no idea. Th- that's all we did. There's not too much of a presentation. I I think Vasto's confident in his in cooking. Food. Yeah. His animal then, handling skills. Yeah, <laughs> animal handling skills. Uh Wallace was definitely like cleaning up the plates a little bit. Like you sl- you would just put stuff down on the plates and he like kinda moved it into place a little he didn't like quite manage to, to plate it really nicely, but like he did make an attempt to make it slightly nicer than what you did. <laughs> because he's he's just that kind of person that like he puts on the show too. So uh everybody tastes that dish. And Carmine gives a slightly bigger smile to this one. Dress. All right. Frill picks. Well, first of all, thank you all for from taking this this evening to make me some dinner and really return the favor for all the cooking I do for you guys. You know I'm happy to do it, but it's nice to to not have to do that sometimes, you know? You know, sometimes when you're on your night off, all you the last thing you want to do is cook when you cook every other day. Hey, man, we really appreciate it. I think especially after this exercise, we we just know how much work you actually do for us. So we, man, we appreciate it so much. We just you had to feed it. eight people. You feed like 80. A whole order. Order up. All of us. Or. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to what everybody's <laughs> waiting for. The results of this cooking contest in Amelia's room here that she put together very nicely. All right. I'm just going to start uh, Derek Zulander. Let me, let, me, let me get this out of the way first. Quentin, Bonnie, you, uh, good job making something edible. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, I, I don't feel like I got food poisoning here, but did you, did you put anything in this besides water, chicken, vegetables, and eggs 
and Bonnie and Quentin are both just kind of like shifting and Bonnie says, no, that's, that's it. Yeah, I thought so. All right, well, you guys are in third place. Like I said, g- good job, you know, at least you cooked everything to internal temperatures of 165, so it's safe to eat and all that. Uh, but unfortunately, you're not winning the cooking contest tonight. So that leaves the team of Woods and Nomis and the team of Wallace and Vasso. And without further ado, my winner is Vasso and Wallace. You guys did an amazing job with this chicken sandwich. This is this is one of the finest things I've tasted. This is culinary innovation right here. <laughs> uh, but that is not to detract from your chicken fried rice, Woods and Nomis. That was that was very tasty. That was as tasty as when I make fried rice on Tuesday nights. That's where we've had this That's before. That's where we've had this before. <laughs> no, you you did a pretty good job. You guys want to come down and uh, help me next week make the fried rice on Tuesdays? Uh, I'll undress the chickens. I don't know what that means. but <laughs> Yeah, I'll get, have you have Carmine to look like. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll definitely come help you. <laughs> I'll crack some eggs. Uh, eggs need to be cracked. I learned that one. <laughs> They're going to be more egg puns in next week's recap. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> too. Absolutely. So- Cooking is done. The party is kind of just moving along like a normal party does. People get a chance to talk, interact. Is there anything you guys are hoping to accomplish in conversations with either Party B, Carmine, or Amelia? What did Vaso win? Yeah, what's his prize? What's the winner? Uh, what's the winner get? Uh, this, is my, this is I'm my gonna role. Make, <laughs> I'm gonna make your favorite twice next week. That's Yay. your prize, Wallace. You too. Did All right. Yeah, it? and Basto he he breaks out the deck of cards. Oh yeah. We we play games. So. Awesome. What's the name of the game that Basto is trying to introduce? Um, chicken. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Walter. <laughs> I apologize for the editing you're gonna have to do I on know. that cackle of mine that I just had. So you guys get to play a lovely game of chicken, the card game. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's having drinks and some snacks, and everyone's having a merry time. Is there any additional conversation that you guys want to do? Um, Did they I, say Vincent? Was it Vincent showing up? Benson is no, not, not Benson. Up. No, it's just Carmine. The artificer. Oh, Damien was not invited. Damien. No, Damien. And with this, the sound of Damien's name, like Woods shoots Amelia look like, and then they're going to go like gossip some more and okay. probably pull Bonnie in. Yes, Amelia is very upset. So, like, does he do these things? Like, what's his role here? Like, what does he do? Well, his role is kind of to, I mean, he makes the things. Okay. Like, he made the phase rounds that Benson was able to use, like the shock troopers use. Okay. And then he kind of designed the air elemental ships, at least the militarized version of them, the smaller ones. But I just feel like he walks around with this, like, gravitas that he's just, like, the best. Well, I mean, he's very charismatic. A lot of people like him. And he's very generous. and I mean, yes, I'm mad at him because he changed my things, but that's also kind of his job. So I guess I, I guess I maybe just might have overreacted a little bit. I live in overreaction. And she's just like sipping on her cold tea passion. Pretty much everything around that's advanced is due to Damien. Like the phase rounds, he's trying to work out a new portal device. You guys, you guys actually got a chance to test it out. 
something that's a little bit less hard on the uh, shock troopers, you know, something that they can get into Dorma without having to, you know, harm themselves. You know, what's Benson's deal? She's like full blown gossip mode right now, like legs crossed, sipping her drink, really leaning into this conversation. Oh, Benson? Yeah, that's a, a sad, sad story. I don't think I've heard it. You, I guess you guys are barely new. You probably haven't heard about the hero of Black Bay Harbor. No. Are we all in this, or is it just... Right now, it's just Woods, unless you were trying to overhear. Oh, you did say you were, like, going off with... If we want, we can say that. Everyone kind of, like, a hush falls over the crowd. Hush falls over the yeah. crowd, and then she tells her story. As she starts talking about Benson, and Carmen kind of picks up that she's kind of at a more of a serious tone, and so the conversation kind of dies down. And you know that Benson got the name of, well, the nickname, Hero of Black Bay Harbor. He, he earned that feat about five years ago during the... Dark Knight incident. I don't... I don't. never heard of the Dark Knight incident? I guess no. we tried to keep it fairly quiet because we didn't want to alarm people, but the hero of Black Bay Harbor, Benson got this one because he survived the conflict with the Colossal, is what we call him. He somehow managed to hold back the beast long enough for us to stitch everything back together. Did many die? Unfortunately, um, all of Benson's compatriots died on that one, and we lost a whole nother team of shock troopers, but we would have lost a whole lot more if Benson didn't somehow battle this colossal by himself. Like, I've never seen anybody take that many phase rounds and, well, not be affected by it, not die from it. He just was bouncing in and out of Dorma and Ivana, Dorma and Ivana, and he was just keeping that colossal busy and... Well, we got a chance to go in and pick up the fallen and the injured and devise a plan in order to seal the rift. We would not have been able to do it without Benson, which is why he's called the hero of Black Bay Harbor. It's almost godlike. Very much so. Yeah, we still have no idea how how he did it. Like, phase rounds are so hard on the body, and he was just, I mean, he had to take him from his fallen compatriots so he could continue fighting and I mean, Damien still has no idea how he even survived. He still, as much as Benson hates it, tries to get him to give blood to him so he can, you know, see if there's anything weird in Benson's blood that can maybe help solve that riddle. But no one seems to know. Wow. Wow. We got quite the commander. Yeah. Luckily and unluckily. I, mean, I think he really liked the shock troop corps, but after he lost his teammates, he uh, requested a transfer over to be a commanding officer. He doesn't really talk about why, but I have a feeling he just didn't want to go through that loss again. I wonder if that photo in that restaurant had anything to do with it. What photo? Um, There's like a picture of Vincent and a... Really big giant. Frost. Oh, you're talking about Virun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you guys made it to Heaven's Cloud Brewery. Yeah, we got busted. Oh, I got yeah, I, did, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> had to make a spectacle. Spectacle is my middle name, Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pretty funny. Yeah, that, that was the uh, bar that used to be ran by uh, Virun, which is uh, Benson's uncle. Uh, oh, so he's part giant. Well, it, when he, like, he's not work? the biological uncle. He was, uh, Benson was adopted as a kid. Huh. Him and his sister. There's a m- lady Benson. Well, not no more. There's not. Oh dang. Yeah. Um. Actually, that's what uh, that's what brought Benson to Black Bay Harbor originally. Benson and his sister grew up on a on a farm with Varun and uh, 
he took Virum basically raised Benson uh, and his sister, and when she died, it was difficult for them to be where they were, so they came here. And Virun opened up the Heaven's Cloud, Benson joined the Order, and the rest is history, so they say. So they say. Do we know how Benson's sister fell or died? I, I don't know that. Okay. I was just... If I did, it wouldn't be my place to say. I understand. Where were they originally from before they came to Black Bay Harbor? They were from up north, the land of the giants. Wait, do you mean Benson and his sister? Yeah. Well, actually, they don't they don't know. They were orphans. That's why Virun took them in. What is Benson? This is not this is me asking. Maybe a half orc. Yeah, half orc. Benson's a half orc. Okay. Well, we sure know well, how to kill a party buzz of a party. <laughs> uh with that the party did kind of get a little bit more somber and the party kind of winds down. It doesn't really pick back up again. And you retire to your rooms. Is there anything you want to do before you doze off to sleep? I think Nomis would play a little music to help unwind from the day. He, I think he's still coming off that shock of that old man with the forehead tattoo creeping him out. And you know, I think he was also sad learning about Benson and his sister. And I think he needs a little positive energy from his music playing to help him unwind and get to sleep. Okay, I'm gonna go to the boys' room. Um, Woods appears. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, well, how are you? Okay. I feel like there's a lot today that happened. <laughs> um, and Vaso, like, I don't even know if we told you what happened at the Eric Rose house. And like, she pulls out this like tapestry and like hands it to you. And like, ha- like this, we get there and this Eric Rose just like literally looks at me and comes towards me with this. And she made this and she's like, I don't know why, but I need to give this to you. And then she's going to kind of go through the whole story of like, you know, the, um, the two gods and things like that and kind of just like fill her friend in on what's going on. Um, and she's just going to like sit down on one of their beds and just be like, why are we here? Like, do you guys feel like we're here for a reason? Does Vasa know anything about this tapestry or any of the gods? Like, what does he know about that? Your family didn't really spend too much time talking about the gods. Okay. You're more involved in the farm and just. Yeah, he, he was pretty, they were pretty non-religious, so they didn't really. Yeah, too much so about it, that. So, it doesn't okay. really strike you as odd. You would maybe, you probably didn't even know that there's that many gods until you saw the tapestry. So I think, I think I would share with Wood's sentiment that there's something weird going on, like some, like I don't know, guy. like some weird energy. Did you tell him about the guy in the thing with the hood? And oh, the- let me, yeah, I'll tell you about this guy with the hood, and I'll replay it for him. And then I'll also point at Valdana on your tapestry. Okay. And say that she appeared to me the first time I used the light. Oh. And said I was some descendant of her order. So I need to research what that means. So she's going to like look at Nomis and say, well, if Beldana came to him and Lucha came to me, did anyone come to you? I mean, no. Oh, so not that, not Not that I, when I first found out I had the light, like we were being attacked by Noah. And I was just fighting Noah off, and I, w- I was trying to protect an old man, and um, this light just came out. It was like a shield. I, it just kind of just happened for me. Like, I didn't feel it. Like, I, I didn't see anybody. Were you, like— I-, I felt it, though. I felt the burning. Were you, like, aware of the things that was happening? Like, did you, like, see the shield come out and, like, see the Genoa? Like, were you on this plane when it happened? Yeah. I mean, I, I saw the shield come out. I, I knew what it was. 
because I've heard about it. But yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know how I don't know how it happened. I just it just happened. Were you on this plane when it happened? When I first used the light, yeah, I was on this plane. But I don't know where I was when I met Baldana. I think I had blacked out. And I had woken up, and you made fun of me the first time I showed it to you. But I woke up with this wooden dagger next to me, and a voice telling me to go to the Order of the Light to rescue my friend. Huh. Yeah, I was. I blacked out. Like I don't know what happened. I didn't even know a light would come out of me. I just. I didn't either. I I just instinctively like strum my lyre. That's all I knew how to do, and. That's when I first knew I had some gift. Boys, I think we're here for a different reason. Like, I think it's more than of this, and she's going to pick up the tapestry and just, like, kind of hold it. Like, we're meant to choose a side and fight one of the harbingers of creation or destruction, you think? I don't know. We're we're meant to... I mean, I was recruited by what looks like a positive, good goddess, from what I can tell. And suppose I was recruited by one that's not... But then my entire life I spent devoted to one that is. And now I question everything. I think tomorrow if we have time, we need to find a like a archive. Like the clerics off. Like we need to go. Maybe research these the deities. Yeah, you like to do that, don't you, Vasa? knock at your door. Um, uh, Woods is going to tuck, roll up the tapestry and put it in her like satchel. Vasa will go get the door. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's not my room. I'll, I'll, I'll push. Uh, Who's there? It's Wallace. And he says, Wallace who? Oh, also my friend. Do you have any toothpicks I could borrow? I have some almonds stuck in my teeth. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sure. I'll, I think I'll you go. need something bigger than a toothpick, don't yeah. you, Wallace? Okay. And yeah. with that, <laughs> I think the rest of the evening passes uneventfully, um, and you all go separate to go to sleep. Woods, as you sleep this night, you toss and turn in your bed. You feel lost and disorientated, a dark haze all around you. But as your vision begins to settle, you find yourself back in that dark forest, that same forest you envisioned back when you were doing your death-saving throws. You begin to look around, and you're a little wobbly on your little feet, and you fall forward, catching yourselves on a nearby route. Yes, yes, crawling is better. Crawling is easy. So, what is Baby Woods doing... She's all alone in the woods. It is night. It's dark. And all you see around you is the twisting, overlapping roots of the forest floor. Are you asking me? Yeah, you're woods. You're oh, baby woods. Sorry, that was a rhetorical question. Uh, how old is baby? Um, Probably about a year. Okay. Uh, mom? Mom, Mom, where are you? More probably a year. Sorry. You're fine. Mom? As you call out, in the distance, you see an object. It seems to be moving closer to you. Dad? Dad, is that you? Daddy? Dad? But as the object gets closer and closer, you realize that it is another baby, and it is crawling towards you. It keeps crawling closer and closer Who over are the you? vines, under the vines, until it gets within... What? Who? Uh, it, who are you? As she gets closer, you realize that it's another baby, approximately one year old, and it looks remarkably similar to you. Wait, you're me. Are are you me? It's reaching out to try to hug you. Uh, wait, why are, why are you me? She's going to reach out and touch it and hug it. Okay. As you touch, the scene fills with the hazy smoke, and you feel lost and disorientated again. Is it dark? You can no longer see. It's just a dark haze. No, 
Wait. But, but you feel a gentle hand holding you on your back. And you hear the soft voice of Lucha, your goddess, saying, Not yet, little one. It's not yet your time. You then wake up to the sound of trumpets greeting the morning sky. Wait. Wait, what? And she wakes up. Wait, Mom. Wait, what? Dad? Lucha? What? <sighs> like her heart is like pounding. Wait, guys, what? What? It is dusk on the streets of Black Bay Harbor. The shadows grow long, and one by one, the nooks, crannies, and alleyways of the city fall into darkness. Through the waning evening crowds in the market district walks a lone figure in a plain robe, tied at the waist with a black braided rope. The crude tattoo on their forehead draws the odd glance, but none linger for long. The figure breaks from the crowd and weaves through the darkening, lesser-known paths through the city. Night has fallen by the time they reach their destination, where they are met by another robed figure. Incomplete. Incomplete. They're all incomplete. Not me. I'm full. Beautiful and full. Ah. Your grace. I have done as you asked. It went just as you said it would. Of course it did. Why else would I have told you to do it? <laughs> Your scent. I can smell him on you. He's finally here. The new figure turns away and speaks quietly to the night sky above the city. I'll see you soon. No, miss. So the bard's tale has come to a close. Ah, what a splendid crowd you have been. We hope, we hope we'll see you again at Carriage Rest Inn. Thanks so much for sticking around with us. This is part of the podcast that we love the most. This is where we go around the table and you guys get to know us. Um, so this time, I'm going to try to find my question here. Okay. For the table. When you are not playing D&D, what do you do for fun? My wife likes to say that my hobby is collecting hobbies. Oh, so I play guitar sometimes. I do Lego stuff. I play video games. I watch a lot of TV and movies. Many of these things also with my wife. I like who's that. lovely. <laughs> she is lovely. I've, I may have met her once or twice. Um, I like to play disc golf. I think that's a good hobby that I like to do. Um, I try to get out at least every other week. I would love to go every week, but, you know, time is a constraint usually. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, my wife and I have gotten into vinyl records. Mm. We got a record player for Christmas two Christmases ago and got some of my parents' old records and discovered some shops in Louisville that we like to frequent and find some uh, good tunes. I'm mad. I wish I would have known this. Graham had a huge like boxes of them that we gave away. Guys, what they, they looked yeah. through it. Sorry, John. Not no, yeah, that was at the yard sale. It was like yeah. oh, you did look stuff through stuff I'd 
never okay. heard of before. Okay. I would have had to come get it. Yeah, sorry. Next time. There might still uh, be some floating around. I have a little collection of my own. Oh. We'll I don't to use my record player vinyl. because it's covered with Lego right now. Mine connects. It's like Bluetooth, so I can connect it to uh, like a sound bar. That's fancy. It's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. So for me, um, I really like to work out. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I'm kind of a geek and workout freak. Um, that's weird. I don't know why I said that. You can edit that out. Oh, I'm not. No, we can edit that out. Uh, I really like to read. I'm a big, big reader. I love to read. Um, lately I've been reading things like economic strategy for my <laughs> master's, my MBA, and I'm into cooking, which most of you have benefited from Yep, and Sam's will benefit an awesome in cook. the future. Uh, for me, I like to ride my bike because I used to do triathlons, but now I just I don't have time to do the swimming and the running, so I just ride my bike and I um, also like to golf. That's I'm kind of into that now. And yeah, along with many other things, but long walks on the beach, yeah, long walks on holding. the beach, yeah, B- biking and regular golf were the two big ones there. Yeah, yeah, biking and so it, it's funny because when I said my my hobby is collecting hobbies, everything that everybody else said is also something I enjoy doing, except for <laughs> Nick's. Which are things I've considered getting into. That's so funny. <laughs> I've literally like asked around about where I should buy a bike. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, listen, Nick and Mike both know a lot about bikes, so they can 100% help you out with that. We have bikes, we just haven't, we haven't been that, the fall is really bike season for yeah, us. Yeah. It's way too hot here. It's a little hot right now. Yeah. A little hot right now. A little spicy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for sticking around. If you are interested um, in hearing a little bit more about us or have a question you want us to answer, check out our website at caradresstales.com. There is a form that says get to know your players or hit us up on social media. Um, You can slide into our DMs and ask a question and then we'll mention you in the podcast if you do so. Thanks so much for hanging out and we'll see you next time.